Keeps Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. Thank you. Yeah. We're actually recording on Sunday night. Well, I was trying to anticipate. Oh, were you trying yeah. to pretend? Uh-huh. We have to be real on this oh, podcast. Okay. No, this All is right. a weird thing. We're we're taping on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Never done it before, I don't think. Because you are flying out at about 5.30 a.m. Yeah, tomorrow yeah. to see your mom. Yeah, up in New York, so that'll be great. My mm-hmm. mom lives in uh, Syracuse, New York, center part of the state. So I'll be flying up there to visit her for the work week, Monday through Friday. Come back late, late, late Friday night mm-hmm. and then, uh, preach on Sunday, but... Be great to spend time with mom. Really yeah, looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it. Yeah, so we're we're just dropped two of our children off at camp. The youngest mm-hmm. two boys went to Camp Chrysalis, which is a Lutheran camp here in Texas. Yep, and so we Kerrville. just dropped them off, went out to our little favorite Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. there in Kerrville. So we're coming off that. Right, right. And then we figured, well, while it's quiet, because you know, we're down two kids. One we're, is upstairs yeah. playing video games. The other three are out. So, like, let's, let's well, but strike we're we're not really down here. two because yeah. we have a girl here from Ohio. Our right. our long lost daughter Shannon is here with us from Ohio. So we're actually only down one. You might want to explain that because I could start. I, every, well, okay, on Facebook, oh, okay. everyone knows yeah. Shannon is our adopted daughter. Basically, that's not right either. No, no, Shannon is a, a dear, dear friend and neighbor who yes. is like a daughter. Yes, she, she was our next-door neighbor in Ohio, and she's right in between the girls, basically, and they're all three best friends, mm-hmm. and we get to see her all the time, so it's great. She's also leaving tomorrow. Then we've got another friend coming in mm-hmm. from Sam, a uh, friend of Sam's from Ohio on yep. Wednesday, another sweet, sweet guy. Uh Maybe we won't name them. I guess we probably shouldn't be naming all these no, people. No, but anyways, his parents are very big listeners of the mm-hmm. podcast. So hello Hi. to our dear friend. We can't wait to see him on yep. Wednesday. And um, then, so we're kind of playing a lot of, it's like shuffleboard around here. Everybody's coming yeah. and going. Yeah, it's kind of like a boarding house at the moment. Yeah. A lot of people coming yep. in now. But it's all good. And excited <laughs> to drop the kids off at Camp Christmas. They were you know, so the boys excited. boys were very excited. Yeah, because they didn't get to go to summer camp. That was really mm-hmm. one of the only things that... Kind of, they didn't get to do it yeah. this summer last year for COVID reasons, but they didn't go to summer camp last year, so they are off, mm-hmm. and here we are getting this in before you fly out. That's right. Yes. So that's why it's Sunday night, but we will still put this out on Monday, and we are going to do Psalm 13, mm-hmm. which you're not extremely excited about. Oh, it's a difficult psalm. My goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so do you want me to read it? I would like you uh, to read it. This is in the ESV version, Psalm 13. How long, O Lord? Will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death, lest my enemies say I have prevailed over him, Mm. lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your steadfast love, and my heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Okay. Yes, it is a psalm of lament. Mm -hmm. I call it a psalm of sadness um, in class. And a lot of what we're going to be doing on the podcast will be kind of a rehash of what we did in class. Um, So if you're in the class, then you're going to get a rehash. If you're not, then that's great. You'll, you know, you'll get something new. And I know a lot of you are following along with the class homework, um, so if you, again, want to be included in that list, I send it out on Tuesday. So just send me an email. But speaking of, I do have to give a shout out to my class because I was not sure how many people were going to have memorized all of Psalm 1. Mm-hmm. 
And like a lot of people did. Good. Yes. Good. Uh, we recited it all together. A few wow. people stood up by themselves and did it. And I'm, impressed. I'm really impressed. They should be impressed. That's so fantastic. Impressed. Yeah. So for Psalm 13, we're not memorizing the whole thing. We're doing three verses of it. But anyways, um, what I started with then was, you know, you mentioned, well, this is a hard psalm, right? Because mm-hmm. it's a psalm. It's a sad psalm. Or it's about what we do with our sadness, right. really. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and we can talk about that. But I started with this this quote from Athanasius, which says, Whatever your particular need or trouble, from this same book, the Psalms, you can select a form of words to fit it. Most of the Bible speaks to us, but the Psalms speak for us. Yeah, that's what I love. I've never heard that quote before, but that's that's perfect. I mean, that's what I've been trying to say for years when people tell me about it. So how does it go? Can most of the Psalms... Most of of the Psalms speak... To us. No, most I'm sorry. Of most Bible. of the Bible speaks mm-hmm. to us, but the Psalms speak for yeah, us. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. I love it. Right. And this Psalm speaks to us when we're sad. Yeah. Right? And we are. I mean, we, we've all been sad, right? Mm-hmm. And again, you know, when, when we look at the structure of it, it's a very short Psalm, only six verses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the two, the, the first two verses are really kind of the, the cry, you know, the, the yes. cry of dereliction, the cry of mm-hmm. despair. And it's a refrain, you know, repeated refrain mm-hmm. four times, you know, how long, O Lord? Uh, will you forgive me? How long will you hide your face? How long must I have sorrow? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? So there's four how longs. Right. And that was the point I made, actually. That's a great, I didn't even think of that repetition. But what I was saying was, the first thing we do with our sadness is we keep bringing it to God. It's <laughs> a good point, yeah. So in that, that's the repetitive nature. We just, we keep bringing it to him. We don't, you know, stuff it down or whatever. Mm-hmm. We bring it to the Lord. Yeah, because it keeps coming out. I mean, that's the mm-hmm. problem, especially with the, the really deep emotions of sadness, is that you think you get through them, and then all of a sudden they come, you know, they come erupting out again. Right. And so, yeah, and I, I love this language here. How long, oh Lord, will you forget me forever? And my goodness, haven't we all felt forgotten by mm-hmm. God? You right. know, like, you know, here I am, Lord, I'm serving you, I'm doing everything you want me to. Yep. Where are you? You yep. know, why, where, where, why aren't you holding up your end of the bargain? There? Mm-hmm. How long will you hide your face from me? And I've always loved... Uh, scripture verses about God's face because one yeah. of my favorite portions in the, the, the worship service mm-hmm. uh, is at um, the very end when I right. get to pronounce the benediction. You know, the Lord make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Mm-hmm. I've always loved that. And so um, verses about God making his face to shine or in this case, God turning his face away from us, God hiding his face from us. Those really speak to me because, you know, it's uh, a good example might be, uh, you know, think of a, a husband or a wife when they have a little marital issue and they don't even look at each other, they don't oh, even talk to each other, right? Okay. And there's that tension, you yes. know? Yes, uh, sure. And that's kind of the, the tension that this person is experiencing with God. Like, uh, you know, why, why won't you even look to me? Right. Well, this is great. And actually, we, I don't want you to answer this question because mm-hmm. this was a question for them in their homework. Is you know whether or not does God really ever forget us? Number one, mm-hmm. number two, does He really hide His face from us? Oh. And I asked them to look, find some scriptural evidence oh, interesting. for these yeah. things. So don't give an answer, okay. but this idea of God's face mm-hmm. is quite important. It's right? very important. Yeah, right. Yeah. So just say a couple of words about it, but don't don't answer yeah. the question. Yeah, and so it's uh, yeah the idea the idea of God's face is very important. So I'll give one from the beginning and the end of the Bible. Mm. So Numbers chapter six. Very good. So the. Um, so so the benediction that we always do at the end of most services, the Lord bless you and keep you. The mm-hmm. Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. That's uh, that's a benediction that God commanded Aaron, the, the brother of Moses, to give to his people way back in Numbers chapter 6. Mm-hmm. And so this is dating to approximately 14, 1500 years before Christ. And okay. one, one of the things I love about it is that for the last 3,400 years, 
this is how we have yeah. ended every single worship service. Mm-hmm. It's this powerful, powerful, powerful sense of continuity. Mm-hmm. So that's from the that, that's from the beginning of the Bible. Okay. That, you know, you shall put my blessing upon them with these this promise of my face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the very end of the Bible, Book of Revelation, you know, one of the things it says about that holy city. Uh, is that they shall see God face to face. Okay, which really is, yeah, that's the thing, because, you know, in the Old Testament, if you saw the face of God... You're trouble. <laughs> right, so, I mean, that's this whole idea, is like, don't hide your face from me, but actually your face will kill me. Right. Right, so that yeah. was what I was kind of trying to get uh-huh. at, like, what what's behind all that. Yeah, yeah, right? well, you know, it's interesting you should mention that, because there's... Uh, Think about all the songs that talk about glory. You know, Lord, show me your glory. Show me your uh, glory, yeah. Glorify yourself now, you know, that kind of thing. When that was dangerous. Well, right. And if God actually did what we asked him to, we'd all be in trouble. Oh, I, mean, I never thought about that. Yeah. Show me your glory. You know, show okay. me your glory. Yeah, it's about the glory that, of that the glory. Kind of yes. right? uh, which is great. I mean, it's by all hmm. means, let's sing that God would that God would be glorified mm-hmm. and that God would show us his presence and his glory. But if you really stop and think and biblically, you know, what it is we're asking God to do, we're seeing basically, you know, show up here in an all-consuming fire and just incinerate everything, which right. is not Be- what we're looking for. No, and even right. when he does show up like that, it's, it's kind of like hit, right, like overshadowing, right? The glory of the Lord shown up and they were sore afraid or whatever. And it's not yeah. even like really the glory of the Lord. It's like in a shadow or something like that. Yeah, it's like the that. angels reflecting the glory yes, of the Lord. Yes, exactly. Right. So it's, it's not direct. Right. Yeah, so it's very interesting. But yeah, I, I think God's face would be not only his glory, but specifically, which is kind of an impersonal thing. Okay. Uh, but, you know, the face is the most personal part of the person, right? Because mm-hmm. when you when you talk with someone, you look at their face. Right. And this idea Unless of God, you're me and you don't really look people right. in the eye and stuff. <laughs> I'll just let that one We fly. won't go right. there. Okay. Uh, I try, so, I try. And so when God shines his face upon you and God looks upon you, it's that sense of God is paying attention to you. God is, is God cares for you, you know? Okay. Uh, and so, and one one of the worst things is, you know, how long, you know, will you hide right. your face how from long? me forever? Mm-hmm. Well, and that was okay. So those first two verses, that's what I talked about, mm-hmm. is that we just keep bringing it to him, and then the next two is kind of like we just don't stop praying. Mm-hmm. Like he's super sad, and he's brought it out to the Lord, and then he just he just keeps praying. Right. A lot of times we shut down in that moment. Mm-hmm. Right. We just decide like. I just can't talk to God or I to talk to anyone. Like, you know, sometimes sadness, real sadness drives us away from even the Lord, you know, the source of our comfort. Yeah, but yeah. so we just keep praying. And so in the third and fourth verses, he just, he goes on. And it's basically like an exercise in faith, right? He's like, I can't do this on my own. You are my God. Because he mm-hmm. says like, oh, Lord, my God. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's admitting need here. Um, but it's the idea of persistence in prayer. Mm-hmm. And that's a theme throughout the bible right yeah how when do we stop praying about an issue yeah well i'd say what you know, i would say we stop praying when the issue is finally resolved one way or the other yeah you know but that can be hard right because we read those scriptures about you know the persistent widow mm-hmm. and you know the 70 times 77 and all the all the all these huge numbers and like you wonder like when when do you know and i think you're right we've um some people have asked us that before about like when do you stop and it is i guess when you feel some kind of resolution or when you feel the lord has re- told you it or i've got this or released yeah. you from praying about it because some things we pray for years and years and oh years my goodness, yeah, yeah yeah and then so, suddenly there is or uh, sometimes there is either suddenly or gradually a kind of a release from it mm-hmm. right? this has been i've heard this prayer it's been answered or i've heard the, right. the prayer and the answer is still no one way right. or the other yeah mm-hmm. and i love that phrase in verse three uh light up my eyes yeah i love that too that great yeah. you know, light up my eyes because uh you know again to go back to our father's day thing right 
you know, when uh, when I had each child face to face, face to face, right? And I was looking at them in the eyes. You can see their eyes light up, mm-hmm. and the eyes are the light of the soul. Uh, yes. And a person with, you know, we talk about people having dead eyes. Uh, the people who are, are sad, people who are depressed, their eyes are just this like hazy fog, mm. um, and that you know light up my eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great expression. It is, yes, and that's exactly the verse I, I took them to is in Matthew seven. I think about the eye as the lamp of the body. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. So then we got that, and then finally, so we you know we keep bringing it. Well, we bring our sadness to God. We keep on praying, and then we've got that great turning word, right? But. Mm-hmm. So then it is that we continue to hope, right? Yeah. And it's only because he brought it to the Lord and because he persisted that then he was comforted and given hope. And read those lines. This is verse 5. <clears throat> but I have trusted in your steadfast love, and my heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Mm-hmm. So basically, I mean, David, in his sadness, he it doesn't just magically disappear. Like, we don't know that it's gone. Mm-hmm. But he goes two ways. He looks back to what God has already done for him, which brings him comfort and hope, and then what he knows out of faith God will do for him. Yeah, and I wonder in verse 6 where he says, I will sing to the Lord. I wonder if that's uh, a hopeful look to the future. Okay, well, I can't sing now, but I know the day will come when I will sing. Exactly. You know? And that's a faith. That's an experience of faith. Oh, I mean, absolutely. You only know that because it's happened before. Right. So I wonder if it's that, if it's kind of an aspirational type mm-hmm, thing, mm-hmm. Uh, or if it's almost a, a command to himself. You know, okay, I will pick myself up by my bootstrings, and even now I will sing to the Lord, though okay. I'm not feeling it. Right, and which just, does help, yes. It's kind of hard to tell. I mean, you can kind of go either yeah. way with it. Right, exactly. Yeah. And this particular psalm doesn't tell us, it, there's no inscription at the beginning that, that kind of okay. tells us... Um, there is no just as a psalm of david yeah psalm of david yes there's nothing that tells us like what was his sadness at this point no but my goodness the poor guy he had a lot to go through right yeah he had a pretty rough life yeah so there were plenty of times um but we don't know exactly and that that makes it even more universal for us because you know we don't know if this was about bathsheba or if this was about like fighting some lion in the middle of the night or Mm -hmm. what that's a good point though about this lion thing because you know this idea of enemies it's everywhere Mm -hmm. in the in the psalms especially but it's pretty much throughout scripture and i don't know that all of us really can relate to i mean i don't have a real enemy in the world. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I have people who certainly probably think I'm crazy and don't agree with me, and I the same. Right. But um, I don't know if I could when I when that term enemy comes up, it doesn't evoke that kind of thing. Yeah, the kind of visceral life or death. Right. Reaction. Somebody is yeah. actually pursuing me or wanting to hurt right. me or right. No, I agree. And you know, David did. You know, he was driven yeah, into he the wilderness, and he was on the run for his life for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we don't thank God. You mm-hmm. know, uh, the pessimistic side of me says, I, I believe that we will. Mm-hmm. You know, in the next few years, that I do believe things are going to get worse before they get better. Yeah. But that's just my, my yes. Happy okay. Pessimism. Well, we do have in culture wise, yes, we have people pursuing us and wanting harm. I would say, but um, but I kind of use this idea then as an enemy, just as a you know, kind of an stand in for you know what are you praying how long mm-hmm. for you know what what is that thing that you've been praying for so long um whether it be you know about your marriage or about your yeah. children or about your loneliness or whatever yeah. it is yeah. um that's kind of an enemy yeah and i would say in a spiritual sense you know the ultimate enemy would be the evil one true uh, we do satan. have a real enemy don't we that's a yeah. good point point. and so you know satan loves to uh, he, he loves to take the things that depress us already and then just 
beat us over the head with them <laughs> senselessly. Yes. Uh, and so Especially a lot of people times, like you. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm such a good Lutheran, right? <laughs> right. Uh, and so... Uh, and so a lot of times I will find myself praying something like that. Okay. That, you know, I, I mean, I, I know that I'm down in the dumps and, and the devil's just having a heyday okay. in there. You know, yes. taking, you know, t- taking what's already for me a tough day and then just... Heaping it on. Heaping it on top of it. You know, lest my enemy say, aha, I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice. Okay. Because I'm shaken. And so God help me because I, I can't help myself. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Okay. So the point being that as Christians, of course, we have an enemy. Yes. And that is the evil one mm-hmm. who does prowl around like a lion. Yes, he does. The scripture says. And it's crouching at the door. Well, sin is crouching at the mm-hmm. door. But, um, right. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. I've never... I. Didn't look at it that way. I should have used that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know what? I, I invited you into my head earlier today, and you said, no, thank you. Remember that? No. We were having dinner. Oh, yes. We were having yeah. dinner. Yeah. Well, how did that go again? Well, we were talking about I mentioned how I woke up, and I was, uh, what was it? So I woke up, and I had a Gilbert and Sullivan operetta running through my head. Yes. And then I was wondering about um, the etymology of some bizarre word or something. And mm. you said, don't you wish you could live in my mind? And I said, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Because your mind is... I don't know what I said, but I yeah. pessimism with came yeah. into it. Yes, mm-hmm. came into it. Well, we've had this conversation before on here. We have. But anyways, um, these Psalms of Lament almost always have this kind of turning point mm-hmm. at the end. This kind of but something, that's right? right? And um, and that's I think what we need to end with is just you know when we are troubled, um, we we have this eternal but in our lives, mm-hmm. right? We have this this nevertheless or whatever the scriptures say, despite you know, mm-hmm. nevertheless I will praise you. Nevertheless yeah. I will stay true. Whatever it is, but all these things can go on before, and you can go on for verses upon verses, like Job, mm-hmm. you know, thirty eight some chapters or whatever it is, and then it's like, but, mm-hmm. but, and some of my favorite songs are like that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's there's a contemporary one that we sing the praise service. Hmm. Still, I will praise you. Oh, right. Still, I can't yes. think of what that one's yeah. called, but it's, it's probably still I will of, praise you. <laughs> yeah, they be. don't have really they original titles, <laughs> but it's that series of all of these things are not going well. Yes, uh, but, but still, still yes. I will praise you. Yes, I um, mean that—that's an act of faith. Mm-hmm. You it know, when, when you're not uh, when you're not experiencing God's blessing, mm-hmm. and even when you're not feeling God's blessing, mm-hmm. or even when, like in this case, when David thinks, you know, God, have you have you forgotten me? Yeah, you know. And then to, to still, but still in spite of all this, I will praise you. Right. And I tell you what, that's a victory right there. It is. And the reason we can do that, of course, we'll wrap it up with, um, you know, turning it to Jesus is because Jesus himself cried out these words on the cross, like, have you forsaken me? Mm-hmm. You know, he, he felt forsaken. He certainly felt sadness during his lifetime. Yeah. He certainly had every reason to feel a great deal of sorrow and sadness. And yet he, of course, you know, so he knows our sadness and he mm-hmm. knows our suffering and yet there's that great eternal like but you know nevertheless the lord will wipe every tear right all, all those promises that we have at the end in yeah. jesus he is like the nevertheless amen i like that yeah, well that'll preach jesus is go. the nether- next nevertheless. week you got a sermon like <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound right to say jesus is the but no that's true <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that but nevertheless in this oh, case sounds get a lot of publicity <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious! We might have to take that out, but that's okay. Well, I was just going to end with this: okay. is that you know, not only has not only has Jesus our nevertheless, but Jesus also gives us these words to pray. Yeah, you know, to, to that's get back right. To Athanasius Athanasius's quote from mm-hmm. uh, how we started: uh, that these are the words that God has given us to pray. And so, when you're feeling this, it's perfectly appropriate to pray God's word back to Him. Mm-hmm. Say, "How long have you yeah. forgotten me forever? Right. Why are you hiding your face right. from me?" 
Uh, Will my enemies triumph over me? Right. Where are you? Mm -hmm. You Because this is why God has given us the Psalms. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely right. All right. Well, you're on a plane soon. So when people are listening to this, because I won't put it out till tomorrow, Mm -hmm. when people are listening to this, you will pray for Eric to have a safe journey if you're listening. And yeah, and that we are all here and accounted for because I've got people coming and going. I have no idea who's going to be here next week. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. yeah. Just don't forget me. Well, you're not easily forgotten. You might leave me at the airport. airport Okay, I won't. Okay. Okay. 